Before we get to today's episode, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at College Hockey Talk for all updates on college hockey and this podcast. Also, follow our Spotify account and subscribe to our Apple Podcast page and leave a rating and review. Doing these things helps our podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I really appreciate it if you did those things. It means a lot. Make sure you also follow our new TikTok account at College Hockey Talk for clips from this podcast. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I am joined by a very special guest, Chicago Mission player who is committed to play for the University of Minnesota next year. Ella Huber joins the show. Ella just won a national championship with the Chicago Mission just about a week ago. She is also a gold medal winner for Team USA in the World Championships. And that's there's a lot more that she's going to accomplish next year with Minnesota as well. But welcome to the podcast, Ella, and how's everything going? Thank you for having me. Um, everything's going good. I just got back from nationals, and it was definitely just a really fun way to finish off youth hockey, I would say. So, yeah. Definitely. That's an awesome way to finish off your youth hockey career. So for college hockey fans that have never seen you play before, describe your game to them and what do you hope to bring to Minnesota for next year? Um, I would say, so I'm a center most of the time. I am defensive, like I'm a defensive center, but also can, I'm definitely like offensive too, because I, I like setting up plays and scoring if I'm set up by my teammates, I would say. But um yeah, I use my speed as that's probably my best asset, I would say. Now, what was your recruitment process like and what made you want to go to the Gophers? Um, so I committed pretty early, I would say. I committed as a freshman just because that was like at that time, it was before the rule. It was before like everything, I guess, got pushed back, which is, I think, a good rule, definitely. But um so I was a freshman and I just went and got, I visited a bunch of schools and I just like fell in love with the campus and the coaches and just like the overall atmosphere at Minnesota. Like I knew that I wanted it and I was between Minnesota and Wisconsin at the end. Like those, I got it down to those final two. And I would say they're very like similar schools, like hockey wise and school wise, just like every overall feel. So that was the tough decision for me was once I got it cut down to those two, deciding between the two of them. Nice. And I guess, like, have you been watching any college hockey this year? And what do you expect uh, coming into it next year? Yes, I definitely have been. And it also helps, like, I – so I'm an O2, so I played, like – and I'm a young O2, so I – this is my first year, like, playing with the O3s because I always played with them. So I'm pretty close with a lot of the kids in college right now. And so I would say, yes, watching it, you can definitely tell, but I would say talking to them more, like talking to my teammates and like being able to be like, all right, like, how was it? Like, what did you see? And they say just the pace is a lot faster, like a lot, I guess the kids are stronger and just better. So I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. What yeah. do you think will be the biggest adjustment you have to make when you first go to Minnesota? Will it be obviously the speed of the game or will it be the physicality of the game? Because WCHA is known to be one of the more physical conferences in college hockey. Yeah, I would probably say physicality. Um, speed definitely will be different, but I feel like I'll be a little better with that transition than 
just like everyone's bigger, everyone's more physical, like they're all lifting all the time. So I would say probably the physicality of it. Now, have you ever been a part of any three-on-three overtime situations with the Chicago Mission? Three-on-three overtime? Yeah. Um, yeah. When U16 year, when we ended up winning that year, in the quarterfinals, we won a triple overtime against, I think it was mid-Fairfield. And it was three-on-three three for, like, three periods after the normal games, and that was absurd. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy game. Yeah, that sounds really fun to watch, though, as a fan. Yeah, it was so fun. And when we just finally scored, it was, like, really relieving, I would say. And I ask you that question because this past year of college hockey, it made three and three overtime an official rule to the game. I guess, like, how do you plan to adjust to that, having more space on the ice and having more offensive opportunities to score goals? I definitely like three on three just because it like opens up the ice more. You have a lot more space to work with and a lot more just like time, I guess. Where also, I guess the other team does too. So it's probably you have to be more defensively sound, but I'm definitely a fan of that rule. I like three on three a lot. Yeah. And the reason why I like it is one, it showcases the skills of many of the top college hockey players in the nation, but it also eliminates ties. I don't know about yourself, but I hate ties, especially during the regular season. Um, are you a fan of ties or not really? No, I do not like ties. <laughs> good, good. Uh, most people I talk to feel the same way. But I guess like another thing, talking to other college hockey players about that new three and three overtime rule is just how defensively sound you have to be. And you were alluding to it earlier. Uh, if you make one little defensive mistake, it can cause an odd man rush. Did you notice that when you played in your three and three overtime in that tournament game a few years ago? Yes, I like. I remember there being a lot of odd man rushes and just. I, I think we had, well, we scored on a breakaway. So yeah, there's definitely a lot more like breakaways and just like two on ones during three on these. Cause there's just not as many players on the ice to play defense. Yeah. So what does your training look like so far and how do you plan to prepare for next year? Um, well, so our season just ended. So now I like switch my training a little. So usually during the year I'm like working out, with my team and then at home separately like two times a week with the trainer and then home by myself but now that hockey's over I'll probably do just like three skates a week maybe maybe two or three and then just like working out every day but I definitely have to like take a break for a little just because my like legs are tight and everything so just to like get healthy and then probably start that up again. Do you have anything fun planned for the off season besides hockey and training? Uh, well, I play lacrosse right now. So I am on a lacrosse team until the end of June-ish. And then, yeah, just some like trips this summer. But yeah. That's awesome. How does playing lacrosse help your hockey development? Because I know talking to players, they say like playing another sport's good just because it gets your mind off hockey for a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely a good release, but also, like, it's good cross-training for me. Like, it definitely keeps me in shape. And I just, like, like having, like, because mission is, like, no one from my – I guess there's a few people from my school, but not a lot are on my team, whereas my lacrosse team is for my school. So I, like, go to school with the people I'm playing, which which is different than mission, but I kind of like it, that part of it, so – now, what's one part of your game you think needs the most improvement, and how do you plan to improve that area of your game? I would probably say the mental side, just because, 
like during a game I'm pretty hard on myself like if something happens I tend to like not get mad at myself but sometimes be like come on like so I have to definitely work on that and just like being more confident and not letting it like get to me now what are some of your goals and expectations for next year with Minnesota and for yourself individually as well um well I would say for like going in I want to be like my best that I can be so that I one can like help the team out as much and um just like yeah I don't know I definitely want to be my best going in so that I give them what I actually have and just I mean the end goal like maybe try to win another national championship with them so yeah I just have to help them as much as I can now, the Gophers have had a lot of great alumni going through that program. Amanda Kessel, Lee Steckline. How do you plan to like continue that legacy once you get there? Well, I would say all of them are very good role models and just examples for all of us to look up to. So just trying to follow in their footsteps as much as possible and just, yeah. Now, have you had the chance, gotten the chance to meet any of your freshman class this year? Or when do you plan to, like, meet them? Because I know you, the Minnesota did, like, a video, like, introducing you guys uh, to the fans. Yeah. So um, one of my teammates, Sadie Lindsay, who's going in, I actually roomed with her um, for USA, like, over the summer during those camps. So we got to know each other then. And then Peyton and Skylar were both on the team. So I went to Worlds with them. I've, got, I've gotten to know them. and then. And then the the others I like know of, but um, have never, two of them I haven't met in person yet, but we talk over the phone. And then, yeah, one of them I like know of, but yeah, I'm excited for all of them. Nice. When do you plan to go down there for the first time and start working with the team? Um, Probably like, so after my lacrosse season in like July, I'll go up probably every other week and just train with the team during the week. Now, uh, besides your freshman class, have you met like any of the upperclassmen, any of the juniors or seniors, or you haven't really had the chance to meet them? Yeah, so Murph and Lynn, or Murph and Josie are both on the team right now, and I'm super close with both of them. So I talk to them a bunch. And then um, the rest of the team, I've like met a lot of them at just like different various places, but those two I'm definitely the closest with right now. Awesome. Well, let's transition a little bit and talk about the beginning of your hockey career. So you're from Illinois. I'll talk about growing up there and how'd you start playing hockey? Um, so my cousin actually introduced the sport to my brothers. And then since I saw my brothers playing, I was originally in figure skating at like five, I think five or six. And then I was like, I do not want to do this anymore. Like I want to play hockey. And so my parents let me play. So probably at like seven. I started playing with the boys and then, yeah. And who was your favorite player growing up? We always, like me and my three brothers really liked Marty St. Louis because we were all like really little and just like players. And that's why I'm 26 still. But um, yeah, we liked him and probably Ovechkin. Those were our two go-tos. Do you ever try to emulate any Ovechkin school celebrations when you score? (laughs) I'm not a big, like... I just jump into my teammates' arms. I, that's pretty much my go-to. I don't really do all the other stuff. Is, yeah. that, is that what you're going to do when you score your first goal in college? Like, do you have any, like, plans for a celebration or just, like, you're going to be so overwhelmed, just jump on one of your teammates' arms? 
yeah yeah probably just yeah awesome well you have how did you get the opportunity to play with the mission i'm curious what's the process for going on that team um so i was at cya for my first like two three years of AAA, and then um i think it was seventh grade i was talking to coach tony catchy who like i got super close with over the years but he pretty much like you just like sit down and talk and he gave me the opportunity to play on the 16s and then i would have played for on the 14s at cyi so yeah, I just decided to come over then, and I've been here since. And it was literally just the best decision of my life to go there. So. You get to, you've gotten the chance to play with some amazing teammates throughout your time with the mission. You played with Lindy Lobdell, who's currently with Penn State. You also played with Josie Dunn, who's currently with Minnesota, as you just mentioned. How does playing with those type of players help your hockey development heading into college? Um, I would definitely say just playing with them improves my game because it pushes me to be the best I can be and I would say just like playing with them for what like five years four years before they left just like helped to prepare us for what's to come ahead just because they're such good competition so it like pushes all the rest of us. Now you're also the captain of the team this year what type of leadership did you want to bring and are you more of a vocal or lead by example type of player? Um so I would say probably a combo. Like I like to lead by example, but if someone's like, if like maybe we're not all on the same page, then I'll be a little more vocal. But I would just say just like keeping the team together and just on the same page and just everyone. I'm not a huge yeller. Like I'm not going to like yell at all of my teammates, but just like keeping everyone on the same page and just like focused on the same goal. Really. Um, definitely helps. So, yeah. Now you recently just won nationals in Pennsylvania. Talk about that experience and what'd you take away from it and how does it compare to the other nationals you won in the past? Um, so this year was definitely very different with COVID. We weren't expecting like a lot, like our state got kind of canceled. We had like a fake one and then just like everything was so uncertain with all the COVID things. We had a lot of cancellations and a lot of just like shutdowns. So I would say that with nationals happening in the first place, everyone was just super excited to just be there. And then, um, yeah, I would say once we got there, it was definitely a fight. Every single game was like, we actually ended up with, so we had a round robin, we lost to selects the third game. And then, so we came out second in our seed and then played Shattuck. We were down to them, ended up coming back and then, we were down 2-0 to Beltire and ended up coming back in the third to them and then played Selects again. So it was definitely uneventful um, nationals, but yeah. Now, comparing your, looking back in your time with the mission, what, what's the best memory you've ever had with them so far? Was it the recent uh, nationals win? I don't know if it's any recency bias with that, but. Um, yeah, I would definitely say just all of the memories with like everyone all, like all of the friendships, like these people I like know I will be friends with for the rest of my life. And then probably one of the two, like either U16 year with that group of people was so fun, that Nationals. And then this last one was just super special, like just a good way to like end it off and just like cap it. Yeah. Now were fans allowed at any of your games this year? Yeah, we, Nationals, yes. And then just our tournaments, they said, like, 
one or two fans per person, but. Yeah, I asked that just because I know a lot of other places, uh, they really didn't have many fans. So it was kind of an adjustment playing in front of no crowd. So were you grateful at least to play in front of some family members at least? Yes, yes, that was very special. Now, what were some of the COVID protocols you had to deal with in Nationals a few weeks ago? Um, Probably one of the biggest ones was just like we couldn't go into the rink. Um, Yeah, we couldn't go into the rink before like 15 minutes before so that was definitely adjustment just because we had to like warm up and then get ready and then yeah so So what has academics been like for yourself in high school especially during a pandemic because I know for myself being in college it's a little bit easier because I kind of I'm used to doing school online in a college setting however for yourself being in high school you've had three years of doing it all in person and then you've kind of had to switch to kind of a hybrid model so how have you adjusted to the academic side of being a student? Um, I would say it's definitely a lot different. Like, just like it's a lot easier to balance, I would say, hockey and school with it being online, just because, like, we would go to tournaments and I would be able to, like, Zoom my classes from the hotel room. And then, like, I wouldn't miss that thing. So that was actually really nice about it. But I definitely do miss, like, the in person, just like being there. But my school actually handled it a little better. Like for the last three months, we've been able to go in person for like four days a week. So that's been really nice. But then Zoom is also an option if you want to stay home. That's awesome. And what's your graduation going to look like uh, for this year? It's in a stadium with everyone there somehow. I don't know how they did it, but yeah, we get a graduation. So that's awesome. Now, I want to transition and talk about the U18 World Championships you were a part of. Uh, What was that experience like for you, winning that gold medal? And just talk about what you learned from that whole thing. Um, That was truly incredible. I've never been a part of something like that before, like to that level, I would say. So it was just an amazing experience. And I would say just like being around like – those type of people with like the same goals and the same like drive as like you really just like helped like build like one the team together and two just like the love for like all of us being there was really like it was really cool to see now what's the selection process like and where did you find out you're going to slovakia um well the selection process it's um there's a first there's a camp which is is like the 66 camp and that's like the sixth by 66 players I think and then so you go there for I think a week or two and then it got cut down to the Lake Placid group which was I think around like 30 and then about like a week into the Lake Placid group we had a meeting and they like called out all the names that like made the team and you go into just a different room and so that was like the team that we played against we played three games against Canada at August Fest there, still in Lake Placid. And then, like, I think a month later, they sent out, I don't know actually when they, I think maybe they had already said it was in Slovakia. But then, yeah, we they called us um, in probably, like, October, November, and we're like, you guys made the world's team. And then, yeah. Yeah, and what was your reaction when you got that phone call? And, like, were you at your house? Were you at a class or something like that? Yeah, I definitely remember. I was home. And I just like, they, we knew that the calls were coming sometime in that week. So I was expecting either, like, I think they still called if you didn't make it to. So I was expecting an, um, a phone call that week. And then, 
I don't know. It was amazing. Yeah. Now, what's it like uh, getting to wear that USA jersey and just representing your country in that type of setting? Um, honestly, I don't even know how to put it into words. It was just like, it was abs- like, I just, I would say the first time that I just put it on and we like went out there and they were like, we were singing the national anthem before our game. I was like, like, what is going on? Like, how is this real? But then, yeah, it's just, it was so cool. Now, what's it like playing hockey in Slovakia? Like, what's the, I guess, the city like or the country like? So they tried to keep us, like, kind of, like, in our own element, if that makes sense. So we were definitely, like, in the city. We walked around a bunch. We saw Bratislava. We saw Slovakia, whatever. We saw, like, the town. But, um, like, the food, they tried to keep closest to us so that we could, like, play our best, I guess. And then like where we stayed and everything was definitely different. But once like, again, they like tried to keep it like good for us. So we would play our best, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And you also got to play with some of your future teammates with the Gophers. You played with Abby Murphy and Audrey Wethington. Uh, talk about what it's like getting to play with future college teammates. And uh, how did that, how was that experience like when you first met them? Well, that was super cool. I like, I really enjoyed, we actually took like a gopher picture and I think there were like seven of us or six or seven, like of us all on the team. So just all being able to experience that together was definitely very cool. And just like being a part of it with them and knowing that I'll like be able to be on their team again in the future was definitely really special. Awesome. And now the last question I want to ask you before we get to the non-hockey segment is how did the Chicago mission help prepare you for your college hockey experience so far or that's going to happen with Minnesota? Um, I would just say one, like just pushing all of us to like be the best that we can be every single day and just like holding us accountable for everything we do definitely helped. Like I love my coaches at Mission and I really think that they, they're very into like the life talks and like connecting hockey to life. But like, no, they definitely set us up well for it. So we're now in the non-hockey segment of the podcast where I ask you some non-hockey questions. My first one is, where do you keep the gold medal uh, that you won in Slovakia? It is in my room, but yeah, just so to keep it safe. I have a lot of siblings, so we just like leave it in there. Nice. Now, who is the funniest teammate you have with the mission this year? This year, okay, well, my whole, usually my time at Mission, I'm with Morgan, my friend, who I think she's like the funniest person ever. She went to college this year. So I don't know. We had a, we had a lot of funny people, but I can't pinpoint one of them. Nice. Now, besides yourself, who has the best style on the team? Uh, probably like Ronnie. There's this girl, Ronnie Bach, on my team. Yeah, she has pretty good style. Oh, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Um, Probably, like, Wayne Gretzky, just to talk to him and see, like, how he did everything that he did. Now, what is your biggest pet peeve? I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't think I have one. But there's definitely a few things that bother me, just, like, random things, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now, last non-hockey question to you is what music uh, do you like to listen to, uh, I guess, before a game or just in general? In general, definitely country. 
but um before a game just like anything that i can like dance to just like get me pumped up so back to some hockey questions now my first one is uh, what advice would you give a younger player trying to make a division one college hockey team uh i would just say just work hard at every single thing you do and just like like don't take anything for granted like if you have a practice or you have a workout and you're dreading it like just go and do your best because like before you know it it's all going to be over and like of course I still have hockey I still have college hockey in the future and hopefully more to come but just like I don't know I would say take it all in and just work your hardest while you still have it. Now I want to get your thoughts on the world championships getting canceled and rescheduled this uh, couple of weeks ago. Like what was your reaction to that whole situation and just your whole thoughts on the whole situation in general? Truly, I was very shocked and kind of disappointed with everything. I, my heart breaks for those players, just like working that hard and then not being able to like experience it. So I would just say, I truly think that if they could have, done anything in their power to keep it they should have and I don't know I just I hope they can figure that out to try and like redeem themselves with those players and those people that they canceled it on so yeah and they had the under 18 men's tournament in Texas just a few weeks ago and then they didn't have a replacement plan for the women's world championships does that just make the situation worse in your opinion I just yeah I just think they should really try and like it just seemed like they weren't trying hard enough I feel like just to try and like get that back going so if they could just try and find a way to I don't know like reschedule or something just to give it back to those players I think that would definitely help this whole thing. Now going from that what do you think should be done to help grow women's hockey in your opinion? Uh, well, I think it definitely starts at things like this. Like if they could just figure out how to like keep it, like promote it and like do it in a good way. Like this is definitely how you start by like, like giving it back to them and just like, yeah, not cutting them short of anything so that people who are younger and want to be a part of the sport don't see these type of things and be like, well, why are they even doing that? So now, do you have any shout-outs you'd like to give uh, to any of your teammates, family members, or friends you have? I would just say literally anyone in my life, that like my family, any teammates, any coaches, like I would not be anywhere where I am without them. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Ella. I really appreciate it. Uh, take care. Stay safe. Good luck for the rest of your school year and your lacrosse season. And enjoy graduation. Have fun. I didn't really get to have a graduation last year for high school, so hopefully you get to enjoy that. An unbiased opinion, but you're one of my favorite freshmen coming into next year, so I just want to let you know that. Thank you so much. I'm sorry about my loud house. Um... Oh, it's not a problem at all. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it, and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts, and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye.